let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. No, I don't want to be humble now. You doubted me, nothing to talk about. What's up? Happy Monday. Yeah. And make sure my lighting's good. Face looks good. Yeah, it looks good. You That's got your hat to, so it's not covering your face anymore. <laughs> I got bedhead, you know, I get up and I don't take a shower. Well, I shouldn't it's, say. It's actually nice because I got this black thing behind me. You right. can't see that I actually rolled out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I did coach at 4.30 this morning, so it's... Uh, so we're, we're all branded out today. I got Diablo, Diablo. I actually got a new sticker that's going to go on the back because that's our old logo. But then I, I have a new modern version of the logo. Ooh, can't wait to see it. Yeah, that will go up there, but I got a... Yeah, it's one of those, another one of those projects to add to the list. Mm-hmm um got a few things to talk about today so the the, speaking of projects by the way we um (laughs) i had a project um that uh, my wife and i uh took apart our lobby and changed it around got rid of the front desk area it's kind of a big deal because that was a the desk was we that was quite a project to put it in there you know, I can't remember how I want to say like four years ago, maybe five I years ago. I think it was ago. like five, almost five, six. Maybe. Yeah, almost six years ago yeah. that we got the desk and we spent five grand for it. Like yeah. someone came in. They built it in place. They built it in place. And it was a beautiful desk. And it had a reception and a seating area. Um, but in it and it served its purpose. Um, a lot of people were during the time when people were coming in and checking in to Diablo, they come in and they check in on the two iPads we had there, yeah. you check in and then you can answer all your questions. And if you wanted to buy something in a store, you could do it. That's right. We took down those iPads after the pandemic. Yep. So the in. pandemic changed things. Yeah. Um, and you know, and mind body upgraded its software so that it was made it easier for people to check into class. Yeah. You could check in on your phone. What was really cool is we set it up so that if as soon as you got into our location, it automatically checked you into class. Yeah. Assuming that they had it right, so you turned didn't, on. Right. So technically, you didn't even need to go to the front. Yeah. Room. Yeah. And so you have this thing taking a ton of space for, you know, for literally no reason at all. And then, and then what would happen is our front desk person, whoever's working the front desk, coach or uh, my wife Yvonne or even me rarely occasionally um, we you just sit behind the desk yeah and it becomes like a bar at a you can almost kind of hide behind too. <laughs> yeah. like you could slouch back well <laughs> take it all right I always got to be careful like who's watching this, <laughs> this who's actually going to watch this podcast but yes in fact we were we had some people that would hide behind that desk like legitimately hide. well during the pandemic yes oh oh yeah <laughs> well that was kind of intentional wasn't it <laughs> right when the the, the, the com- county comes through <laughs> the county would come and the sheriffs would come and then we would have the doors locked and they would that. literally because we have tinted windows yep. They would put their, they'd literally watch them come up. They could, they can't see you, but if they got all the way up and they would, they literally, the cops would come up and put their hands like this to look in the window. And we would be in there and I would be hiding behind the wall. <laughs> and Chelsea at the time, she would dive behind that desk. Yeah, that reception yeah, desk. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh man. Hiding from the cops at a, at a gym. Just to get your fitness on. Just to get our fitness on. Just to get the fitness on. It was crazy time. There's some, cra- I, I got, I got, wait, I can tell lots of stories about, that could be an entire podcast. Oh, yeah. The cops hiding behind the door. Just the whole evolution right. from March <laughs> until now. The police taking license plate numbers yeah, of cars in yeah. the parking lot and the contact, DA. contacting people. Yeah. That was crazy. But anyway, 
It um, got wild. That was, that, that, I don't know how we got on that subject, but I want to get on that subject. <laughs> we were talking about hiding behind the Oh, desk. yeah, yeah. So, so it became a hiding place. But it, in, in a sense, it, it didn't allow, it, it created this uh, environment within the front room that was kind of global gymish, if yeah. you will. And, yeah. and I had told my, originally when we started, you remember back in the oh, day, yeah. we'd say, we'll never have a reception desk. We even had a sign that yeah, said, <laughs> be efficient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's nobody here to help you you need to help yourself yes it was along those lines yes I, mean, I actually got a complaint and then i had a couple people like take pictures and and show it share it with their like teams at yeah. work to say look it's about personal responsibility yeah. that was back in the there's day. a good message behind it for yeah. sure it just depends yeah. on where you're coming from that how you're gonna take it right so anyway it was time it it was for us, we looked at it as, well, we've got this nice space up there. Mm -hmm. And what was happening is, or what happens at a lot of CrossFit gyms, people want to get together and commune. They want to talk mm -hmm. after the workout or before the workout. And for us during the pandemic and even, you know, after the pandemic, people were doing it right out front and, yeah. and it, in that area is okay. It's a, it is parking lot ish. Mm -hmm. So it's not as convenient, but now as it gets colder, I yeah. want people to do it. I want people to do it in the um in the front room that's mm -hmm. where they're going to gather so we wanted to create an, an opportunity here so we looked at you know how we could do that and we ended up uh removing that front desk and it looks it's it looks phenomenal it's definitely opened up the space yeah it, open up. It, it looks like a spot where you know you could have a meeting and get yeah. together and, and already people are yeah. kind of gathering around the table yeah. that we've got there um you can go to our instagram diablo's instagram you can see it i mm -hmm. shot a shot a video of it um but it um it's something that um, for affiliate owners, it's something that, um, I think about, um, my wife thinks about is how can we get better every day? There's a, it, and it's a, a little bit stolen from my management training days back way back in the day when I was working for bank of America. And we learned about how to, um, improve the quality of service we were delivering, not by focusing on the problem, but by focusing on the process. Um, but it was stolen from, the, the Japanese uh, principle of Kaizen, which is essentially co uh, continuous improvement, but it was, as I was taught, um, is that it was the principle that the car auto manufacturers used in Japan mm -hmm. back in the uh, late 70s or uh, mostly 80s um, to turn their companies around and produce high, higher quality vehicles. And they didn't focus on the issues with the cars. They focused on the processes contributing to the um building of the vehicles that mm. may have created problems and then yeah. working th back through those processes to improve um, the overall quality. And that is something that I think about here uh, with our, with our gym. If we have an issue in, um, in the gym, whether it be with how people are flowing in the gym, the size of the class, um, we did it a lot through the pandemic. Yeah, that was, I mean, constantly adjusting to the process right adjusting our processes to improve the flow of people and keep people away from each other especially just adjusting to as we got new information how are we going to tweak it how do we yeah. make this better yeah not just trying to fix the mm -hmm. not trying to using an, um, an analogy and lifting not trying to fix the hitch in the lift perfect example <laughs> <laughs> we had it's more uh, than just the hitch yeah before <laughs> Yeah, before this got started, Jamie and I were talking about um, a uh, a seminar that was held here um, many a, many years it ago. Was a, it was a continuous clinic. Though. Yeah, it wasn't even yeah, just yeah. a no, seminar. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was done around yeah. the country. Um, yeah. But but yeah, for us too. Yeah, 
And um, the, the net result was, yes, people um, got excited about Olympic lifting and people did better, but it was the, the, one of the key um, things that were taught in that was um, making the hip making contact with the bar in an effort to, to get people to drive their hips through yeah. the lift, through the second pole, in this, especially in the second pole. Mm-hmm. Um, we, of course, grossly misinterpreted that. <laughs> a, well, lot of our, a lot of our members did. Especially a lot of people. I mean, like, that was, it was so much into, like, there was so much attention to, like, make contact, send that bar vertical. But yes. a lot of times when people make that contact, there's other parts of it that they're missing. Right. So it's like, that's how we got the hitch. Right? Well, that's, that's right. How most people got the hitch. And, and you literally, you could, the, you could see it in some of our members. Yeah. And I had a hitch for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, it's a, it's a deadlift kettlebell swing almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like an RDL, not even a deadlift. It's yeah. like an RDL yeah, into like a big, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, but their, but their body makes contact with that bar. The bar stops on the way to, for it to make contact, yeah. but it does make contact. Yeah. They make contact. And I think that's one of the things that I kind of did to try to correct that. Like we talk about the process, you know, it's like, it's not the contact point that, that it's how do you get the bar to that position to make contact, right? Right. If you're in the right position, there's going to be a bit of contact, but there's more that goes on than just banging your hip into the bar. There are lifters. You can tell, Hey, you got a hitch and I do. And then the very next lift, you know, the hitch will be minimized Mm -hmm. or the hitch will go away. Mm -hmm. in other words, it fixed the problem, but for the community that doesn't work. Like where you can tell somebody got a hitch and we've done this. I've done this. What is is that? I tell somebody you got a hitch, you got a hitch. And they're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then the Metcon starts and the hitch is still there. Oh yeah. And so we, so what we did is essentially changed how we were teaching uh, our Mm -hmm. lifts, the whole process. Yeah. The whole process and, and rework the process to prevent it, especially in our new, you, I rarely see the hitch in, mm-hmm. in any of our newer athletes yeah. It's the athletes that had ingrained it into their process. Yeah. That it's, it was such a habit, right? Like a yeah. bad habit. Like if, if the body positioning is off or in weight at the feet, I mean, it's not just one thing like we talked about. It's, there's a whole process to that point. So by slowing it down and rewinding it and starting from the top and progressing down, We've, that's that was the catch on how we were able to correct that process. That's right. And what's cool is our coaches, you know, can explain. Here's why this is this is why the clean pull is part of the warm up. Yes. And I that's one of the things I emphasize because it, it happened to be a pet peeve of mine. And it's an easy place to fix it too. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. You, there's less movement patterns, just less complex tr- uh, range of motion. It's just get it to the hip and jump. Back to the the principle though of Kaizen and your in gym, especially for affiliate owners. For us to so rearranging the front room, you know, I tell you what, the next day after we after I did it, the next day, and and you know, when you finish and stand here, you look at your project, right? You mm-hmm. might you take pictures, you put it on Instagram. I was proud of it, especially since my daughter helped uh, help the um, stain and lacquer and apply the decal to the table. Um, it was uh, it was pretty cool, but the um it, the next day when i came in i was like i was kind of eager to be here i wanted to see it yeah and i wanted to hear from members hear the feedback yeah, of what hear the feedback yeah and it's and it it's those types of little changes you know when my daughter painted the the um open gym area in here and my wife said people were complimenting her you know the job that she did painting like it gives me a sense of pride like and i wanted to come in i want to see it yeah. i want to look at it um as an affiliate owner um it w- i could for the next five years, do nothing in this gym, make no changes, and we'll still have a badass gym. 
mm-hmm. right? For or we'll still have a, maybe not a badass gym, but we'll have a gym. It'll be a good gym. It, it could get the job done. Yeah. Um, but that's boring, mm-hmm. and um, boringness leads to redundancy, which leads to complacency, which leads to plateaus. Yeah, well, plateaus, right? And and mm-hmm. same thing in lifting. Yeah. And so I focus on. And I know there's a lot of owners out there that are the same way. They come in and they look at things they can improve. I don't, I try not to let it stress me out. What I do is I make a list of things mm-hmm. and we, we, and we make continuous improvement. We're doing a recovery room mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's one of our showers. It's the bigger shower and we're, you know, ADA unit, right? It, still ish. Yeah. <laughs> it'll still be an ADA unit. <laughs> But we're 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 gonna put in a cold plunge in there yeah. and a one person sauna, right? Because it has the room to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it over time so that you know the expenditure is not huge all at once. Um, but I'm excited to see it when it's in. I'm gonna be really proud of it. And I'm gonna be you know excited to one bit be in it, but then also share it with our members. Yeah. Um, same thing with Olympic lifting room. I've got plans for what I want to do there. It's scheduled out, and then you know we talked about today the turf. The turf is mm-hmm. old. I want to replace the turf. All of those things keep me excited about being here because i like seeing you know you think about uh if you you know you, you in your own house you you, you repaint yeah. you repaint your the, or you redo the kitchen yeah that's because that's a big one that people do that's they, a, they, that's they, a, they remodel the kitchen you walk in it's like it's, it's like you want to be there you want to like mm. it's, it makes it interesting again you want to cook you don't want to eat out <laughs> even if your membership is stagnant or even maybe declining I say continue to focus on those things that to make a gym better every day. And then you might happen upon some things that um, in that process that help make you better better overall as a gym. But I, it's it's one of the key components. It's one of those hidden components that we don't think about um, that make you better. And then and, uh, your members see it, and it makes you better as a business. And then people stay a little bit longer. They pay. They, 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 they don't leave your gym to go to another gym, or they tell their friends. And, and I think it's also important is because it is a small business when your members see you doing those things, one, they see the results and they're, you know, they're like, Oh, okay, good. My, my membership's going to something. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they see you doing it, they think, damn, this guy's keenly interested in constantly making- updating, keeping, constantly. keeping it new, keeping it fresh. Yeah. Keeping members happy at the same time. Like you said, there's a, a, a self gratification to it too. Yeah. It's uh, so um again keep it keep it going even when you're feeling down you're feeling like uh you know things aren't going to find something to improve in your gym yeah move the weights around organize reorganize the room create more room um i want to do a mobility area too by the way in here someone gave me that idea that's a a dedicated mobility area that where people can commune together Mm -hmm. um after the workout we used to have that that and that was the front room right like at one point that's right yeah i mean i remember when i first came to diablo like that was like the moga room yeah, right. we would hang yeah, out in the front room and you have new people that oh yeah brand new to crossfit and this is also like 2012 but walking in it's like what is going on in here he's <laughs> yeah. got like a ball on the butt and yeah, oh, yeah. rollers out rollers just weird stuff happening if oh, you don't yeah. know what's going on it's uh yeah we come full circle right? yeah and that, that happens that's and part of the process there's, i mean like you said it's kaizen is, is constantly trying to improve the process and you know we went from having that front room to creating a, a um like an entryway for new members that which did it had its purpose but yeah. as we came out of the pandemic it's not necessary it's not necessary people check in yeah. on the phones we got new that, processes and now i want people to go up there and hang out and yeah. have coffee and stick around do yeah, work if they around. need to absolutely um the um and 
in, in, in terms of personal improvement mm-hmm. um, or constant improvement on a personal level, um, Alessandra is doing a six week um, endurance program. Yeah. She came to me with Alessandra Pacelli, who knows a thing, a thing or two about endurance training. Yeah. If you she's, don't know her, then Google her. Right. She, <laughs> she's, uh, she's worked with some of the best endurance coaches in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, we have one next door, by the way, that is amazing um, at Triactive Endurance. And Rob Reinhart, by the way, if you want, you want to Google him and see what he does, the guy's a scientist. But anyway, so she's putting together because a number of people come to her about how to improve their endurance mm-hmm. and their their in their aerobic capacity, if you yeah. will. So she's got a six week program that she's doing. Um, and if you reach out to us or send an email info at diablocrossfit.com, you can you can get information on it. But it's going to be for for us for our members. It's going to be a test. So one class mm-hmm. on she's going to work on skill to either row or bike. She'll work on skills and then test them and do a 20 minute establish test. a baseline, establish the baseline. Yeah. Thank you. And then she'll deliver a personal program for everybody that's participating that they do on their own. Sick. Yeah. So if you're a non-member, you can, you can reach out and yeah, reach out and probably, yeah, we can set it up somehow so that you can do it on your own. You do, you can obviously do your test on your own mm-hmm. as well, but having the program and like the plan, like what, what is the yeah. intention per workout? Cause that's the thing it's with aerobic conditioning. It's like, there's gotta be a certain kind of intention of what is, what are we trying to achieve in this particular session? Right. So she's got the, yes. And mm-hmm. I think for in, endurance training too, and this is the part when I used to do marathons back in the day, people don't understand um, pacing on their own. Hence the intention, right? <laughs> You're supposed to run at this split per yes. hundred meters or 50 meters, whatever you want to do it. But there is a specific intention. It's not just go out and no, run. We, we saw this with when, when we did, uh, when I was in Austin, Texas and we do a uh, annual marathon mm. and we re- recruit our friends. Come on, yeah. you gotta, you gotta train with us. You gotta train with us. And then they'd want to run with us and we've already been at running, your pace, at our pace. <laughs> And that's the fastest way to burn out and be, yeah. you know, they burn out, get hurt. Get I mean, hurt. Oh, the, the whole nine yards. It's thing. just not a good experience. No. And it's terrible because endurance takes one when you build it up, you can really learn to love it. I, mm-hmm. There's a number of members here that have done it. Um, uh, uh, Julie uh, Soderstrom yep. um, is one that I think about that. She literally in wouldn't run, do 200 meter runs in class. Mm-hmm. She'd pull out a bike. I'm, I just don't want to run. Yeah. And now she's she's run half marathons, multiple half marathons recently, and she's I think she's planning on a marathon. But anyway, she's killing it. It it because she built into it really yeah. really slowly over a long period of time, with a specific intention too, yeah. right? And I think I think back when Sandy, um, we would meet up with Chris Hinshaw at uh, the track down in San Jose. Like yeah. that was like my really my first real exposure to like having a specific intention to the run. Like what's the splits? What's the pace? stride mechanics warm-ups all that stuff and i'm sure this is all stuff that's going to be included oh yeah she will so uh she'll give everyone a personalized program to 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 do it their own pacing mm-hmm. um what's great is she'll put you on a road or on a bike where you can get instant feedback on us for example on wattage yes um, so and then they'll do a test at the end so yeah that's awesome so reach out info at diablocrossfit.com and if you want to connect with sandy we'll get you connected for this mm-hmm. program it's a she doesn't come to us with programs very often. So I was kind of stoked that she did. This is great. Yeah. I love it, it. Yeah. Um, um, related to that, by the way. Um, and if you're looking for something in your affiliate to do uh, that gets your community <laughs> excited, 
It's one of those ones as an it's, well, it's one of those ones as an owner. I'm like, oh Christ. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you know, and some of the, sometimes you gotta go along with the shit. It works if you got space. Yeah, if you got yeah. space. So um we we've been doing it every year and it's shout out to Ed Slater at at the uh, hundred thousand meter challenge, hundred and it's one hundred kmc.com. So one hundred mm-hmm. kmc. And it's a charitable event. Yeah. So it goes to uh um, the Wounded Warrior Project, the the proceeds do. It's 10 bucks to join in. Mm-hmm. Um, this year he's doing it from December 1st to December 31st. So the whole month of December before it was, it's, at, like it's shorter than, isn't it? Yeah. It, well, yes and no, because before he would go from the day after All, Thanksgiving yeah, it, it, until ended, the 24th. It, yeah. That's right. Right, right before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. And that's kind of a pain. He has to figure out the days. Yeah. This is so much easier. First to the 31st yeah. of December. And you accumulate as many meters as you can, either walking, rucking, uh, biking, <sighs> Biking. everything's scaled. swimming yeah everything's scaled so that it it, it aligns yeah. right swimming they give you they give you different ratios for everything mm-hmm. um our community somehow got involved in this i don't know how we found this it this was like five or six years ago oh yeah and now it's become a ritual every yeah. year and i end up having to participate and then what <laughs> and it's really it's actually pretty cool because no oh too. my god dude they do movie nights yeah. where they come and they and and then because you can sign up is you make a gym team mm-hmm. and then they compete against other teams that are out there in the yeah. in, in the internet world and then it becomes a challenge it and gets oh it God. gets big <laughs> so you, the goal is your goal is for the for that period of time 30 days in this case 31 days is to accumulate a hundred thousand meters so it's a little 3300 meters a day and at first it's easy like the 3300 mm-hmm. meters but if you skip a couple of days the makeup the daily average starts to climb yep. until, you, until it gets messy and you want to get over it and i don't know why it becomes it's one of those things like glassman said you put it on a whiteboard and people will die for points right the, that's a really good point it's just that's a, this is a perfect example of that too oh absolutely i mean i don't know if you remember a few years ago um cynthia right she yeah. she finished the whole hundred oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah on the same day on the same day she did like a few oh. miles of swimming just Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. We, we, we get to, the, the, that's one, right? So, so Cynthia Pammett, um, who's collegiate swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Badass. Yeah. But she decided to, I'm going to do that whole hundred thousand meters in one day. Yeah. And there are other people that were around the internet that have done it too, but she, I, you know, I think she may have been one of the first. She did. I remember hearing the story. She did the most of it like in the pool because you get more, more, yes. more distance per yeah, yeah, it was, it's like for whatever yeah, it was it like is. four to one. Yeah, yeah. And I remember she said I shouldn't have started with the swim because <laughs> she was like, she said like her feet, like the palms, like the pads of her feet were so like wrinkled up and started to blister when she was <laughs> oh, running. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah she, she was out she was out for two or three yeah. days after yeah, yeah and she's a good athlete the, yeah. but we and then the other one is uh is 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 they try to get to a million instead yeah. of a hundred thousand oh no no yeah. hundred thousand is not enough no i'm going to Step do a million we had mul- two years ago we had multiple people do a million over a million in really quickly too yeah really quickly which is kind of scary and nuts and then, oh it could, so it's important to remember that there's more to the fitness. Well, what's realm. interesting though is it's we as a, we as a gym we get behind it. It's fun. Yeah, we, you it's know, really, some, it's some, a cool community someone thing. Someone gets crazy, but anyway, it is a cool community thing. I, I would say this is one of those ones, especially if you're not into endurance yeah. as an owner, give it to one of your members to run it. But it but they do community nights, movie nights. It's like kind yeah. of a like I got. They sent me a plan this year. I want to say it was. Oh really? Two, yeah, they sent me a two-page fucking plan on this thing, <laughs> and I had to talk. I you know my one of my well coaches, Coach Chad. He's uh, he's 
brilliant or you always yeah you got to have one of those coaches brilliant organizing yeah, stuff yeah um, but he had the movie nights already dated and yeah. everything else and then i asked which movie they're watching right then. and then i asked cerrito who's our member who's participating i just i wanted to validate okay look chad's really organizing he put together a cool plan are you sh sure you want oh, she's oh yeah we're in so i already got people so we want t-shirts <laughs> so anyway i would a hundred thousand hundred kmc.com go there if you guys want a year in oh and the other thing i got i should give a shout out to concept two because concept two runs a similar type program during okay. the same period of time okay they haven't posted it yet but concept two runs one and you can use any of their devices the skier the rower or the uh, the bike so how so it would have to be it's a c2 a, yeah yeah and okay. it's a similar type uh comp competition that you better get on it man if they're and it's not really a competition <laughs> as much as it is just a yeah, challenge yeah and and what's great is through the through the kind of roughest part of the year yeah. for you know food consumption food consumption and just like being busy oh yeah it's such it's, a busy time of the year it's it's it works out great people get a little and build aerobic capacity yeah so anyway throw that out there and then uh, we have on Thanksgiving Day we talk of just briefly but uh, we have uh, because I know you got something planned for it oh yeah it's up on the board turkey ruck yeah the turkey ruck so we're doing with go ruck um, and CrossFit. Um, we're, we're doing our Thanksgiving day rock, bring our community together yeah. in a park. We're going to go three. We're and doing half, what we've been doing. Yeah. Three and a half, four additions. miles. Yeah. And, and we were telling them bring a weight fest or bring a backpack, throw mm -hmm. some, throw some weight. It doesn't matter how much weight's in there. Just add weight. Yeah. Make it a challenging for yourself, but not overwhelming. And then also have a, um, an easy course for yeah. people that families that bring their, you know, the grandmother or bring strollers, mm -hmm. those kinds of things with kids have something for them to do while they're crazy yeah crossfit yeah and it's family member can i remember talking to jackson like we were talking about the the ruck and adding the ruck to it and he's like does this mean my mom can still come i was like absolutely it doesn't yeah. mean she has to carry a ruck she could still <laughs> she'll probably be able to keep it better than yeah. in this case yeah um but it's i the whole ruck thing I th I'm, I'm actually really excited about it i've been putting together a little plan so for anybody that's outside of here that maybe want to try to get prepared to do a ruck like this um I, you and I are going to do a little thing this week just to kind of walk the course and, yep. and establish what are some of these movements that we're going to do and add to our previous run since we're adding this new implement. Um, I would highly recommend get a bag, test it out, make sure you can load some weight into it because there's going to be some fun stuff coming up soon. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. So if you create a course, just test your course, test your course and then, and then PRs all day. So if you go to app PRs all day, um and or the website prsallday.com uh jamie will post a training plan for mm -hmm. your members you can put out to your members yep it's kind of a three-week prep it's it's like a three-day-a-week plan um that's going to recruit um balance training some strength and then a conditioning component so each day and it's this is not something that's going to be so much volume that's going to affect your overall training like so it's not it's not like it's going to impact what you're doing in the gym if you have time to get outside and do some of this stuff you can even break it down you could do the balance on one day the strength on another day and then the conditioning on a day off or something like that just make sure that you're not beating yourself into the ground just to keep up with this and your regular training plans yeah and so Again, that's that's another awesome, easy to do community event. Yes. Um, we got uh, so much CrossFit Solano. Just a shout out to them. They're going to join us at ours. Awesome. Oh, sick. So we definitely will need a permit. Yeah. <laughs> you think so? Are we going to go for it? Or are we just going to well, roll with it? If I'm afraid that if I go get to get a permit, I might get turned down. Yeah, um, that would be the last. Ask for 
forgiveness, <laughs> oh, sober yeah. permission. Oh, here we go. This is definitely one of those situations. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we've we've been doing it here at the same park. Yeah. For years now. Right. And you know, everybody else that shows up to play soccer on that day or football on that day, because I mean, it's Thanksgiving morning. This, people are out and about and want to get some fitness in. It's yeah. not like we're charging anything. This is a completely free program that we're putting together on our own. That we just—it's just a community base, right? Yeah. yeah. So go same thing. Set it up yeah. at your gym. If you, you know, if you got you know, 20, 30, 50 people, probably you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. Just as fine. soon as they get going, they're all spread out. And that's that's the catch. It's like yeah. okay, if we're—it's not like we're having it so far. It's not like it's like a five k where you're running so far out. Like the park yeah. that we use we're basically kind of in weaving in and out of a lot of the trails, which is why it's important hey, to have it marked. Yeah. But by the way, something to think about um, in terms of your location. Mm. Um, if you have a location with restrooms that goes over much better with everybody. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh yeah. yeah. That's one of the nice things about that park is yeah. there's nice restrooms there. Yeah. So, but that is something to think about. Like yeah. if you go to a place, there's no restrooms, you know, you might, might be challenged. So some, some people may communicate that ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Go to the bathroom before you show up. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah, you get to get there and you bring coffee, and then people are like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah, that's the worst." <laughs> they start to warm up. Like, oh, oh yeah. boy. <laughs> um, and then uh, let me see. You know that I, I every week I publish stuff that I'm reading or looking at, and one of the ones I just want to do a um, a shout out on was uh, Peter Atia. Um, he's one of the guys I follow. I got about four or five that I follow, and it's. I, you know, I, they produce really good, meaningful content backed up by research. Yeah. And uh, two twenty nine. It's it's relevant to me. Number um, is it two twenty nine or two twenty eight? Two twenty nine. Understanding cardiovascular disease risk, cholesterol, and a apoB. Um, and here's it may sound boring to you, but you know, I it it wasn't boring to me because my doctor prescribed statins a, a number of years ago because my cholesterol's high. I have, I have I, I run a little bit high in my cholesterol. Total cholesterol is like 275 mm. in that range, mm. which according to pharmaceutical standards, I should be on, should a, be on a statin. statin. Um, what's really cool about this is, is this podcast is a combination. It's not a podcast dedicated to that. It is a combination of various different conversations he's had with mm -hmm. several different experts in the field um, dealing with cardiovascular disease, um, cholesterol, and then ApoB. Um, and ApoB is the, um, essentially measures the lipid protein that surrounds the cholesterol. It's Apo, ApoA and ApoB. Um, and it's fascinating because um, he just, he really talks about the process in all of these different podcasts. He's some of the best of the best. So it's kind of like a, it's like cliff notes for understanding cardiovascular disease and cholesterol. And it really demystifies the process, but also debunks a lot of bullshit that's out there with bogus respect science to, oh my god with respect There's a to lot cholesterol, of bogus science around this one he goes nuts when you talk about good cholesterol and bad cholesterol he goes there is no good cholesterol and bad cholesterol cholesterol is cholesterol yeah. by the way it's, and whether it's, it's hdl or ldl the yeah. cholesterol that is in that is the same <laughs> what's different is the protein surface around it mm. right which is apo apoa or apob and mm. it's really fascinating um, to listen to, to go into this, uh, to go into this discussion. And I'm probably getting some of it wrong too. I'm actually listening to it a second time, mm -hmm. but I think it's really helpful if your doctor's prescribing statins because you have high cholesterol or, or your bad cholesterol is high or your good cholesterol is too low. Um, instantly he says, 
you need to devalue that discussion because mm -hmm. the person that is talking to you doesn't understand, understand. the process and yeah. what's happening. But what's really fascinating gets into it. He says the best predictor and indicator of cardiovascular disease is not high cholesterol or low cholesterol mm -hmm. or HDL or LDL. It is the ApoB, ApoB uh, measure, which can be measured in regular blood tests. Okay. Fascinating as hell. And I think that's uh, that's something that people don't understand. The other one, obviously, is triglycerides, and mm -hmm. then um, which has an impact because that affects obviously uh, yeah. in, uh, inflammation. Yeah, and then inflammation markers as well. Mm -hmm. So, but but if you've if you know someone that's that's on a statin or know someone that has high cholesterol, is talking about, but or you got members that are talking about uh, their cholesterol and having to take a statin, please listen to this one. And, and it may get them thinking a little bit differently and really to, un to understand the risk and understand uh, why they may or may not want to take a statin. It's an interesting history on how cholesterol became the demon. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. There's a, there's a good book out there, The Big Fat Surprise. Um, oh, okay. Marina. She's a, the founder of the Nutrition Coalition. And there's, right. Well, deep fat was demonized, right? And then yeah. from there, it can't get his name. Something keys. I can't remember right. the name of the doctor. Oh, Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's no, his I've name? I've heard him speak oh, before. What's his name? Well, he, it was like in the 50s that were right. like a, a president had a heart attack and yeah. they correlate. Oh, it's because of the saturated fat. I want to say, an, food. I want to say Ansel Keys. Ansel Keys. Yep, right. that's it. And it was, it was like, oh, I can't remember the president that had the heart attack, but they basically said it was saturated fat. And he picked like seven countries out of like 21 different countries to test to figure out to prove his hypothesis, it's 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 a wild story. I would highly recommend just listening to it. If that. if if you're taking a statin, please listen to this podcast. Yeah. Do the deep dive research. Understand what mm. it's what the impact is. Um, whether or not it's it's appropriate for you to be doing it. You know, get a second opinion. But mm. do do your own research. It's yeah. really it's really important. I did, and and uh, and it and it and it has helped me. Um, the um, the other, the other one I put in, I put a research report in that, is a, and which you and I know this grip, grip strength is a good mm -hmm. indicator of longevity. That's pretty. Ob I mean, pretty obvious. It's kind of important. Yeah. Like if you, if you like <laughs> keep if you're, yourself from falling or help yourself get up, you gotta have yeah, grip strength. I mean, get like yeah, it's the grip is, it's it's so like important to us as humans being able to carry stuff, but also being able, like you said, being able to support yourself to stand up. Yeah. Right. If you can't hold. The, the arm on the stairs, like what happens? Yeah. Something bad could happen. So to, to live longer, you don't train your grip. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the message. No. The message is that grip it's strength is it, That's right. <laughs> it's part, part of the, the process. process. Grip strength is an indicator. Yes. Um, and usually an indicator that the person has muscle mm -hmm. right? and balance and, uh, and strength, right? Overall, um, probably more improved bone density, right? Cause mm -hmm. they can, you know, they, they've got a that grip, strong so muscle, strong, yeah. Yeah, oh. like all of those things, which comes from lifting weights, mm -hmm. CrossFit, gymnastics yeah. patterns, gymnastics, uh, all of those things, carrying stuff, yeah. loaded carries. Yeah. Don't go out and just buy a grip. Yeah. Grip. That doesn't do the trick. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just isolating one area. Like <laughs> when you think about carrying something or right. hanging from something, yes. it recruits your whole body. Right. That's, and that's, that's, that's exactly what you want to right. get. You want to be able to challenge the grip through other avenues. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the, just the funny, the, the, the funny thing that's going on in the, in the interwebs just to end it. Cause we got a couple minutes to end it here was, oh yeah, it was my tweet, my tweet, yeah. of the, my tweet of the week. So and good. I'm always like, don't, don't follow me on Twitter. Cause sometimes I can get out there. Like I'm, I'm screaming into my pillow sometimes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I've tweeted and deleted tweets after I've like that. That was just dumb to say that, or or it's good. That's going to totally be misinterpreted. So I will yeah. delete. Um, which more people need to do that. Um, but mine was it, my, the, my tweet of the week was: if you're worried about because because people are really upset that. <laughs> Um, Elon Musk is making massive layoffs. By the way, he's losing four million dollars a day at Twitter. Twitter's losing four million dollars a day, so it's understandable he's going to make cuts. But then he's worried that people are worried that the misinformation police, the cultural police, are going to are have been laid off, and now it's going to be chaos on the internet. Which, by the way, all of the none of these people have been to Reddit, obviously, because. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're worried, it, it, it says if you're worried about misinformation or hate, um, delete the delete the app. That's the beauty of it. If you're worried about your kids being exposed, delete the app. And if you're worried that others won't delete the app, then definitely delete the app. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Right. And it's and that's the thing that infuriates me about what is happening is that people that are are that are upset the most and are publicly upset and they, they fear what's going to happen in Twitter are making an assumption that people can't think for themselves or make decisions by themselves. Mm. I, and I'm to a fault. Probably I always start with people, people are good, not evil. And just inherently that, you know, when you're born, you're, you know, you're born good and then you, you could be corrupted. But I'd like to think that most people um, can make decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. And if they're offended, then they should delete the app. It would be if, if my daughter got onto Twitter and was offended by something, and I'd say, Well, what are you going to Twitter for? Yeah, why are you on that? It's a dumpster well, fire, anyways. Anyway, and here's the other thing about Twitter. I mean, we all know it's kind of a dumpster fire. It's yeah. a place where it's kind it's of It's supposed to be entertainment, right? Right. It's it, not a place for news. It kind of is. And you're right. It's kind of this, it's entertainment. And if you're offended by it or you're, you know, and, and I go on and my comments are, my tweets are all, almost 90% sarcastic. <laughs> like there's some poke at someone yeah. or the you know sarcasm it's you know fitness in the fitness world you know i just you know i state the obvious but in a sarcastic way and it's and it's a it, it's it's not um 140 characters anymore you can go longer but the, the bottom line is if twitter went away tomorrow i think the world goes on yeah nothing changes in my life no in most people's lives so it's in, in it sh- and it shouldn't Right? Like, that's right and people are in an uproar about it and it's it's, it's affecting sleep in some all right yeah. let it go yeah step away from the step away from twitter just delete the app it could be a thing to do for the new year yeah. right like and if you have a really hard time just and, step away and also like have an open mind yeah. it actually could get better on twitter yeah it might maybe not maybe it gets worse but then delete it but if it yeah. does like then if, well if I'm Elon Musk, I don't want to lose any more money. So yeah, it really comes down to that. Mm-hmm. And he's got to move quickly because he doesn't want to keep spending money. Yeah, but it is it is kind of hilarious to watch the whole the the, the, the hilarious part though is the eight dollar. If you want to get oh, blue yeah, check marks, so get to pay eight dollars. That's so good. And watching celebrities freak out and, and, like and eight bucks and, dude. And, and, and politicians step into the trap knowing that I think that Elon's going to say. <laughs> Thank you for your opinion. Eight bucks. Yeah, yeah, that'll be eight dollars. <laughs> that in and of itself is entertaining. It is. It's, well, like I said, it's a place of entertainment. It, as really, it's supposed to it be. really is. So don't get wrapped around the axle about what's happening on Twitter. No. There, there'll be and, other. And po- at the same time, don't always take words Literally. to heart. Right. Right. Like yeah. we talked about this before. Whatever happened to sticks and stones? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But don't don't let words hurt you. Well, it's. 
Anyway, that's our yeah. that's our political <laughs> rant for today. And we're not being political, by the way. No, no this right. is far from it. This is not red or blue. This is just simply an observation yeah. from two people that don't you know, that aren't much about. And blue. I'm not even really on Twitter. I just see it occasionally. Yeah. Again, I go there just to shout, scream into my pillow, and then and then put what I think it's is just a venting place. Funny, <laughs> funny, sarcastic stuff. The last one was pretty good. Right. <laughs> anyway. All right, you guys. Listen, have a uh, have a have a great rest of the week. Yeah, thanks, dude. Till next time. Yep. Cheers. And. uh...